Hey everyone, it's Susan Pierce Thompson and welcome to the weekly vlog. I am not in my basement. <laughs> I am on location in Oregon. Um, David and I are driving up to Brighton Bush Hot Springs to spend a few days. We're doing, um, I was invited to speak as a guest uh, at a workshop that Ocean Robbins is doing, uh, the Food Revolution is putting on, called The Human Side of the Food Revolution. And we are uh, in the middle of the woods in Oregon, there's smoke all around. Um, we're hopeful that the forest fires don't get any closer. There's actually some new forest fires that have cropped up near Brighton Bush. Um, but we're still excited to go and we'll of course keep our eye on that. And um, so I have a feeling this vlog is going to be a little controversial. I'm doing something right now that I've never done before that I have avoided as a food addict. And I finally uh, got curious about and um, it's a water fast. I'm coming to you right this moment, not having had anything to eat for 48 hours. Um, and I'm feeling pretty good so far. <laughs> um, this is not a call to action. I'm not inviting you to do a water fast. I'm not recommending you uh, to do a water fast. And if you do decide to do a water fast, I strenuously advise you to consult with your doctor beforehand. Um, better yet, do it medically supervised. There's uh, one place in North America that does medically supervised water fast. That's the True North Health Center, uh, which is in Santa Rosa, California. I was invited by Dr. Alan Goldhammer to visit the True North Health Center um, three years ago, actually, this month, back in August of 2014. And it was during that trip that I learned the benefits of a medical water fast. I'd never heard of it before. Like, I, I, I didn't know that there were huge health benefits to not eating um, and to only drinking water for days upon days upon days. People go to True North and they don't eat for however long they want, but seven days, 21 days, 30 days, 50 days. Um, I've, I've linked some articles down below for you to check out. Um, I think the longest, I, I haven't read the articles recently. One of them I did this morning, but the other two I haven't read in a while, but um, it talks about like the longest recorded water fast was a guy who didn't eat anything for like 270 some odd days or something. It's in the, the GQ article, check it out down there. One of the articles that I've posted down below is a book chapter that Dr. Alan Goldhammer sent to me three years ago when I was about to visit True North. And it's got all of the science. If you want to know the science, like where's the studies? There's so many of them. Check out that book chapter because it's got um, just a gazillion references that you can chase up. And the article itself has got pretty much everything you need. And it talks about the health benefits of fasting, which as far as I can glean, mostly stem from the cellular restorative process that kicks in when you stop eating food, when you stop eating food, which of course your body was designed for, right? Like um, really back in the day, we're going back hundreds of thousands of years, we frequently um, had to go long stretches of time without food. So this is no surprise to our body. What is a surprise to our body is getting a glut of um, excessively refined junky calories day in and day out. That's what's making us sick. Going without food is not a problem for our body. We evolved to handle that pretty darn well. And as a matter of fact, there's certain processes that really only kick in when your stores of glycogen and fat and protein only get low enough in your bloodstream. So the process that I'm talking about is autophagy. You can get a little bit of autophagy if you've got a nice long fasting window from, from dinner to breakfast 
especially if you wake up early and drink some good water and then don't eat breakfast for a couple hours after that, autophagy will kick in, you know, 12 hours, 13 hours, 14 hours after your last meal. But really autophagy kicks in full steam after you haven't eaten anything for a couple of days. And autophagy is the recycling of old cell parts. It's the healing of the cells. It's the regeneration and cleansing of your cells. Um, and am I feeling it? <laughs> 48 hours after having eaten anything? Kinda. Like I feel pretty good. I'm kind of surprised at how good I feel. Like I feel um, not as sluggish as I thought I would. Not as like hard done by as I thought it would. Like I thought it would be harder to tell you the truth. It's not actually that hard. And maybe that's because I do bright line eating and I'm used to like not responding to every food cue that comes my way. Like hunger is not an emergency. I was pretty hungry yesterday. I went through periods where my stomach was grumbly. Um, today, not so much. And what I hear is that you reach a point where you're just never hungry at all anymore. Like you could just not eat for days and days and days and days and not feel hungry at all. Um, the reason that I never water fasted before is that I was afraid as a food addict that stopping eating um, for a period of time would lead to a rebound of equal and opposite overeating later. And of course, I can't report on that now, right? I can only report on that like in a month or so. Like, how's my program after this? Does it start to set up a, a cycle of like, well, I can eat more quantities now because I can always not eat for a couple days later and like, you know, slim back down or, you know, whatever. Like, I don't know. Um, when I was in my 12-step food addiction program, um, fasting was like, the devil like it was anathema it was like oh we don't even go there like that's insane that's that's not good for us food addicts like if it's healthy great but that's for other people it's not for us and um, I don't know if it's because people tried it and found that it didn't work um, or because they kind of had a lot of um, you know boxes that they kept themselves inside of like prejudice and rules of like we don't do certain things you know and like um some of it came from hard-won experience and some of it came from it's weird and different and we're not going to go there you know and i'm as i as i spend more and more months and years outside of that program i sort of uh get to ask questions of like well what was the reason for not doing that like is it really because it's not good for the brain of a food addict or is it because um, they just never tried it and it sounded like a bad idea. I mean, I can see why it sounds like a bad idea to someone who has food addiction, especially if someone has a, a restriction bent. So if you have a history of anorexia or food restriction, I don't recommend this um, at all. Um, I really don't. I'm not sure I recommend it for anybody. <laughs> I'm just trying it myself. And all I'm here to say is that it's feeling pretty good, A, and the research is really strong on it, B. And as a scientist, you know, I come back to the literature, like the research literature is really strong on this. So I'm trying it. If you're new in your Bright Line Eating journey, I don't recommend it. I recommend you get down to goal weight, get a year or two of really clean Bright Line Eating under your belt, because one thing this will do is it'll mess with your habits. It'll mess with automaticity. And if you're in the first year of setting up your bright line eating habits, this isn't what you want to be doing. You want to be absolutely laying your train tracks strong. Like don't mess with it. Don't mess with the system. Get your bright lines bright and your automaticity, you know, just chugging along breakfast, lunch, dinner, breakfast, lunch, dinner, no exceptions ever. Just get that really, really strong. You know, I'm 14 years into my Brightline eating journey. So I get a little bit of, um, you know, I've learned 
where I can explore, you know, so I'm exploring so you don't have to. I'll report back and let you know how this goes because again, um, the proof of success isn't going to be that, you know, I haven't eaten for 48 hours and I feel great. The proof is going to be like, you know, it's a month later and it didn't mess, mess me up. You know what I mean? It didn't result in binging two weeks from now. It didn't result in, you know, any kind of weird diet mentality or weird, you know, overeat, starve kind of cycle. So that's, that's kind of what I'm, that's kind of what I'm watching out for, so to speak. Um, yeah. So yeah, autophagy is happening. I feel pretty good about that. You know, the research is really strong, cancer, heart disease, arthritis. It really reduces inflammation in the body. I feel that I feel a lot more limber. I had some inflammation from um, a bunch of dairy that I ate in Norway. We went to, to Norway and I'm sorry, they got really good cheese there and really good dairy. I don't usually eat dairy at all, but I, I started eating actually quite a bit of dairy for my protein. And I just, you know, that, and then the flights, back. I just landed. I was feeling really inflamed and, ugh. and, um, the water fast is taking care of that. Like I feel, I feel really cleaned out and, uh, it's going to get even better. I think in Brighton Bush, when we do the soaking, I think my, uh, oh, sorry, just checking on my microphone. My microphone is down here. It always is by the way. <laughs> That's where I, I tape it to my skin. Um, anyway, I thought it fell, but it didn't. So yeah, I think that's the vlog. Like I'm just reporting on an experiment in progress on water fasting. And I just wanted to spread some of the science of water fasting. I will say that I think I got up the courage to do this because I've been doing some intermittent fasting lately. For me, what that looks like is I'll eat breakfast and lunch at the same time. First thing in the morning. I don't mind that. I like eating a big breakfast and then I'll eat dinner at maybe two or three in the afternoon and then I won't eat anymore. So I'm still getting breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I'm just eating breakfast and lunch at the same time. Um, and the research on intermittent fasting is very, very strong too. Um, very strong. And actually a study just came out about a month ago showing that, um, how did it go? Basically it was a, it was a, a, a study where they looked at the, the eating habits of thousands and thousands and thousands of people over a period of time. And what they found was that eating one or two meals a day predicted weight loss over the years, eating three meals a day predicted weight maintenance and eating four or more times per day, meals per day, including snacks, um, predicted weight gain in the population. And, um, you know, it's interesting. They also found that front loading your, your food. So eating more food at breakfast and lunch, less food at dinner. Um, that old saying, what is it? Eat breakfast like a king lunch like a prince and dinner like a pauper, they found that that was really true, um, that the less food you eat later in the day, the better off you are. So anyway, um, yeah, all this science is kind of is kind of there for me. Now, again, if you're doing bright line eating, just do it. Just follow the plan. Don't go monkeying around with things. Um, if you've been doing it for a long time, you have a lot of peace and automaticity on board and you want to try a water fast, like talk to your doctor, read up on it. Don't be foolish. Um, but you know, the research is pretty strong. You can check it out down there. And, um, that's the weekly vlog. I love you. I'll have, um, four or five days unplugged now in Brighton Bush, hot springs in Oregon. Looking forward to that. Um, I could really use it sometime unplugged and, um, I'll see you next week.